special edition of the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show. The 20 Worst Songs of 2015. Including some not-so-spectacular honorable mentions. <laughs> and now, here's your Casey Kasem of crap, Michael Groff. Yes, 2015 is just about in the books. Another year almost behind us. And here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show, we're about to embark into new territory ourselves. This is something we've never quite done before. It's the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show, 20 Worst Songs of the Year 2015. So what was our motivation for producing this? Well, over the years here on the program, we have been well chronicling, documenting the death spiral that is the quality of music that's being put out by the recording industry. What with our semi-regular features, such as the Pop Chart segment, where we take a look at the top 10 songs in the world of pop, and you've gotten to the point where you're just hoping for a couple of mediocre songs, where bad music has become the new average, terrible music has become much more prominent in pop, but it's not just pop music, as we've learned, either. We've branched out and taken a look at the top songs across multiple genres, alternative, country, mainstream rock, even as we've seen the Christian music format can't escape the decline of quality. I guess not even Jesus can inspire good music anymore. We've done other features on the program too, like the worst song of the week, where I actively sought out the worst of the worst that was being produced every week by the various record companies. And it used to be that doing something like that would take a long time for me to find, but now I just randomly reach into the new music release pile and better than... 90% of the time, I'll just pull out a song that would easily qualify as the worst song of the week because, well, quite frankly, it's pretty much all unlistenable anymore. Throughout the years on this program, at the end of the year, we have done a worst song for that year. Last year, I even gave you the top three songs of 2014 with some honorable mentions. But it's gotten so bad that we couldn't just contain the worst song of the year to a casual mention or even its own segment. No, we had to give it its own show, and that's why we're doing this, the top 20 worst songs of the year 2015. We'll get to that momentarily. But first, contact information for the program, groffshow at gmail.com. That is our email address. It is groffshow at gmail.com. The Michael Groff Show is our Facebook page, Michael Groff on Twitter. And for everything else Michael Groff related, you can find us at michaelgroff.com. And over there, you, of course, can comment or listen to this or any of our previous editions of this program. You can download those shows. You can, of course, subscribe to this program so that every time we post a brand new edition of the program, you will get an email notification. And, of course, well, you can donate to us on the site as well. Our PayPal address, by the way, is groffshow at gmail.com. So donations, listening, blogs, all of that, and a whole lot more, it's up there at the one and only michaelgroff.com. All right, now before we continue, I know there's a contingent of this audience that sits there and thinks they already know the number one song. Hey, hey Mike, I've heard your worst song segments. I've heard your pop chart segments. I already have it figured out. I know what the worst song of the year is on your chart. It's got to be something like this. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. You know it used to be mad love. So take a look what you've done. Cause baby, now we got bad blood. Hey! Or maybe you think, well, if it's not that one, it's got to be this one, right? Hey, you remember me? Standing in a nice dress, staring at the sunset. Babe, red lips and roses. 
guess it's no secret that I really don't like Taylor Swift that much, and certainly I've done my share of rants and raves about what it is that's wrong with Taylor Swift, her music, or just her as a general person, or at least the person that she portrays to everybody else. What with her songs about just another boyfriend or another love lost, or the fact that she doesn't care what the haters think, even though she writes an entire song about how she doesn't care, which always tells you that someone does, in fact, care way too much. But with all of that having been said, here's the first spoiler alert of the show. Taylor Swift is not the number one worst song of the year 2015. In fact, for a little further insight, Taylor Swift doesn't even make it onto the countdown for the 20 worst songs of the year. Not even an honorable mention. And the reason for that is, well, quite frankly, it's just generic pop crap. And really, generic pop music is generally not going to make it on there. There has to be something very specific, something special. Remember, we're talking about the worst songs of the year. A year in which there were so many bad songs that Taylor Swift is, by comparison, relatively speaking, actually pretty palatable. I know, hard as it is to believe, I'm actually giving sort of a backhanded compliment to Taylor Swift. You're just not really that bad anymore. You're just sort of mediocre. You're just the generic pop. And generic pop just isn't going to make it on the list this year, I'm sorry to say. Speaking of generic pop, let's transition into some of the honorable mentions for the year 2015. Certainly, these are songs that, had this had been a top 25 or top 30, would have made it onto the list, but not quite good enough. For example, Carly Rae Jepsen's career continued for some reason or another in 2015, and she put out this classic. Continuing her tradition of writing outstanding lyrics and very compelling storytelling, Carly Rae Jepsen tried to follow up the Call Me Maybe success in 2015 with whatever this is. Yes, I know you're going to write in and say, well, Mike, she actually had some other songs in between Call Me Maybe from 2012 and this one. Yeah, I guess, but go ahead and try to name those without looking them up. The sad reality is that Carly Rae just comes across once again as she did in Call Me Maybe, sounding kind of desperate, kind of clingy, kind of annoying, and quite frankly, um, the kind of music that's very regrettable and very forgettable. They tried to force this down our throat to make this another summer classic, kind of like Call Me Maybe was. It's just that it really didn't take off, or I should say it really, 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 really didn't take off. Oh, well, better luck next year, Carly. Now, it's not to pick on poor Carly Rae or even pop music because there were certainly other genres that were also fecal factories during 2015, like the country music format, for example. Yeah, as many of you are probably well aware, I am not a fan of country music, never have been, probably never will be. But even I have discerning enough taste to know the difference between just a standard country crud song and then this cow pie that I stepped in. Another honorable mention going to Luke Bryan. This is called Kick the Dust Up. Oh, and before we get this one rolling, just get ready to count the number of country cliches in here. We'll see if we can kind of count along and find out just how many there are. Kick the dust up. That would be one. Come on. All 
gets a farm in town. Huh? Making that money grow. Yep. Tractors, plows with flashing lights. Yep. Backing up a two-lane road. They take one last lap around. That sun up high goes down. And then it's on, come on, girl, kick it on back. Z71 like a Cadillac. Oh, yeah. So far, I've already counted about six different country references. And what's the deal with turning a cornfield into a party? Really? I mean, that's what that's where we're at in country music now. It's pretty much country music is sort of turning into a twangy hip hop where there's always just another excuse to go out and drink someplace. Life sounds incredibly depressing, incredibly hard, but instead of getting capped by somebody or doing an eight ball off of a stripper's chest. Instead, you just find a new place, usually a cow pasture, uh, a barn, a cornfield, to go out, get your moonshine, get out your jug, have a hoedown, and party like it's 1899. But continuing. Just country reference, twang reference after reference. It's unbelievable. Oh, it gets worse. song if you tried so this almost made our list of the worst songs of 2015 but instead it just gets an honorable mention because well it's bad but there are even worse country songs that came out this year than this if you can believe it Nevertheless, Luke Bryan, Kick the Dust Up, still gets an honorable mention. Next up on the list for honorable mentions is Muse, Psycho. I really have to say, I like Muse a whole lot. And I was really down with their sound. They were sort of a combination of progressive rock and alternative back around almost 10 years ago now, believe it or not. But ever since, I've sort of started to think Muse just sort of gave up. After Knights of Sidonia, Hysteria, Uprising, even Madness, I really, really liked. Shortly thereafter, it just seemed Muse sort of gave up and gave us songs kind of like this. 
aside from the fact that the lyrics of this song are not very good, I really didn't care too much for the personal Jesus ripoff that they did at the beginning of this song. And I also could have done without the full metal jacket ripoff that they did in this song as well. not a very good year for Muse. They put out the album called Drones and I have to say they really took quite a step back and while this song didn't quite make it onto the list of the worst songs, not only could I have used this song, I also could have used Mercy. Lyrically speaking uninspirational. Musically kind of just sounds like their last two albums maybe even taking a step back creatively speaking absolutely none whatsoever pretty much 2015 is a year that muse should probably try to forget as well and finally on our list of honorable mentions for worst song of 2015 well i've got to include this in fact i almost put this on the countdown itself it's fallout boy uma thurman might ask why would i put this song on a list of the worst songs of the year it doesn't really sound that bad oh is it because they sample the monsters theme in there no that has absolutely nothing to do with it at all it's actually really only for this one part right here she wants to dance like I didn't know that Uma Thurman was someone that you wanted to dance like. Maybe she appeared on Dancing with the Stars while no one was looking. I mean, I've never really watched that show myself, but I suppose that's entirely possible. But I've just never heard of her doing any sort of ballet, ballroom dancing. I kind of think Uma Thurman is known for something a little bit different, right? I'm not really up on my pop culture. My celebrity knowledge is pretty limited. My actors and actresses. I mean, I know she was in Pulp Fiction, Maybe, maybe she's like the next Fred Astaire. I don't know. And I guess I lied because that really isn't the worst part of the song. The whole song is actually pretty bad because then there's this regrettable part. I really don't dislike Fallout Boy. I like Sugar We're Going Down. I like Thanks for the Memories. There are random songs here and there that I actually kind of enjoyed from Fall Out Boy. Kind of the soundtrack of my 2005, 2006, 7, 8 in that general time frame. But maybe I've just grown out of Fall Out Boy. Or maybe, maybe it's just time to not make songs that suck. That's also a theory. All right. Well, with all of that having been said, I suppose it's time for us to take a break. And then we'll come back and hit the list. We'll start counting them down. As we go to break, I'll give you this year's installment of the cover that should not have been made. It's Jack Rose remaking Snow Patrol's Chasing Cars. And in case you're wondering, yes, this does sound like a British special needs kid. So maybe we shouldn't be too harsh on him. As we get set to count them down, the 20 worst songs of 2015 here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show. We'll be back. We'll be right back.
waste time Chasing cars Around our heads You're the light, you're the night You're the color of my blood You're the cure, you're the pain You're the only thing I want to touch Never knew that it could mean so much So much It's the Zip Code Famous Michael Graff Show Worst Songs of 2015 edition Where we take you through countdown Just the absolute most abysmal songs Of this infamous year, 2015 A year dominated by relatively slow songs The reemergence of the I just want to get back together with you songs, the reminiscing over someone's death songs, uh, and just kind of a forgettable year in music, really, except for the fact that the atrocious really, really stands out. I know some people even put this song on their worst song list, not even close on ours. Actually, Ellie Golding had a pretty good year, relatively unscathed from us, not even an honorable mention for the worst song of the year. Just something like a billion hits on Spotify alone, just with her music. Then you factor in YouTube videos and album sales. Been a pretty big year for Ellie Goulding, but pretty much unscathed here on our countdown, the worst songs of 2015. Speaking of that countdown, let's hit it right now. Number 20, it's Walk the Moon, Shut Up and Dance. Oh, don't you dare look back Just keep your eyes on me I said you're holding back She said shut up and dance with me This woman is my destiny She said ooh, ooh Shut up and dance with me Alright, where do we even start with this one? Well, I guess just the instrumentation alone Sounds exactly like something I would hear off of U2's Joshua Tree album in fact, I'm not entirely sure that that's not where the inspiration for this came from. And then the vocal stylings, very reminiscent of Fallout Boy. And I guess they say imitation is the finest form of flattery. And if you're into Fallout Boy and you're into you too, I guess, theoretically, if those two had a love child, it would be Walk the Moon. And I really don't necessarily have a problem with the song from that standpoint per se, although I'm not a big fan of just combining stylings from other artists and just making that into a band and saying, hey, look at me, I did something new and original. It's more the lyrics that really make it part of our list this year because, ouch, these are pretty bad. Basically, he's saying, I just met this chick at a club and I put my eyes on her and she looked at me and I said, hey, you're holding back, but it doesn't matter, just shut up and dance with me anyway. And now he's saying, this chick is my destiny this chick is awesome. Uh, I'm going to be with her forever. Look, you just met her on a dance floor. Holy crap. Slow down, bud. Clingy much? Now, always remember, you never want to confuse someone that you think is hot in a club with someone that is your, quote, destiny. And I think that's probably my biggest problem with this song is just the absurdity of it. And at the risk of just driving this point home a little bit too much, here's just one more section of this to show just how desperate sounding the guy in this song really is really you realize it's your last chance meeting someone in a club and 
you're like, oh my God, I'd better make sure I dance with this chick because it very well could be the last chance I ever have to meet my destiny girl at some dance place, at a discotheque, at a club. All right, dude. Oh boy. All right. Moving right along to song number 19 on our countdown of the worst of 2015. It's Owl City and Hanson. I know, right? This is unbelievable. And yeah, it's pretty unbelievable. It's unbelievable. This is as good as it gets. It's unbelievable. Don't know what's gonna happen next. It's unbelievable. You haven't seen nothing yet. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. When I was a kid, I saved up all my dough so I could buy C-3PO. Put Mentos in my Diet Coke in the backseat of the bus. When I was a kid, I ate SpaghettiOs, played laser tag and G.I. Joes. And if you vowed no girls allowed, then you could join the club. All right, so basically this is just another one of those songs that tries to play into people about my age right now, somewhere in their mid-30s to early 40s, people that are starting to reminisce a lot about the 80s and 90s, people that are into nostalgia big time. And that's something that happens when you get to about yeah, mid-30s like me. You know, Well, I just turned 38, actually, so late 30s, I guess. I have to admit it. The gray hair would certainly back that up. Anyway, when you get to this age, you start to think of that midlife crisis coming up. You start to think about how everything was better back in 1985, Maybe it was, probably it was. Certainly we didn't have music like this. So you start waxing nostalgically and music like this just plays into that. And what better people to reminisce about stuff that happened back then than Owl City and Hanson? <laughs> the guy that brought us Fireflies and the group that brought us Mbop. Those are the people that are, one's a, a has-been and one is a never-was, and they're going to tell us about the way it used to be. Kid, I spent my Saturdays blowing all Nintendo games. The newest thing was Lion King, and I can feel the love. It's What's so unbelievable? If you're reminiscing about how good it was in the past, how come it's unbelievable that now we're... I, I don't understand the premise behind the song. I really don't, actually. The, the chorus doesn't really make any sense. It should be, it's unbelievable how good it used to be. It's unbelievable how much it sucks now, you see, or I, I don't know, something. Obviously, my lyrical genius is just about that of Owl City's. Well, now here comes the Hanson part to really bring it home. So brace yourself for, remember what Umbop sounded like, and here's what they sound like now. As a kid, I dreamed of power wheels, stayed up late watching action films, and I won't lie, my friends and I were too legit to quit. When I was a kid, I lived for climbing trees, ate Dr. Pepper jelly beans. My favorite part of Jurassic Park was how real the raptors looked. When I was wow. a kid, I still had VHS. It's way too hard for me to take the Fireflies guy and the Mbop people very seriously when delivering a song. I'm sorry. It's just something that I am not ready to let those people talk about nostalgia to me. After all, if we're going to be nostalgic, I remember a time when music didn't suck. Well, that's obviously in the past now. 
It's unbelievable that this is as good as it gets. Maybe they do have a point. Clearly, it is as good as it gets because now we move to number 18 on our countdown. And, well, that's Andy Grammer. Honey, I'm good. No, no, honey, I'm good. I could have another, but I probably should not. I got somebody at home. It's been a long night here and a long night there. And these long, long legs are damn near everywhere. Hold up now, you look good. I will not lie. But if you ask where I'm staying tonight, I gotta be like, oh, baby, no, baby. You got me all wrong, baby. Already got all of my love. Oh, yeah? Well, I got to tell you something. This song leads me to believe that your baby doesn't have all of your love. Because if she did, you wouldn't be out at some bar or club or somewhere talking to some chick, possibly considering at least flirting with the idea of going home with her. And you wouldn't be calling that chick baby either, would you? Now, the last thing I want to do is come across sounding like a morality monitor, even though that probably will be the general theme that you get at least listening to me review a few of these songs on the countdown. But the real reason this song makes the list is because musically it sounds way too much like Cotton Eye Joe. Pretty sure if you mashed up these two songs, they'd work out pretty well together. And that generally spells that your song isn't very good. In fact, let's do that right now. All right, well, that pretty much certifies why Andy Grammer, Honey, I'm Good, lands at number 18 on the worst song list. Probably, now that I think about it, maybe should have been higher or lower, I guess. Uh, worser, uh, worstest, terribler, whatever. Now, I hope that you've had at least a can or two of some energy drink like I have because you're going to need it in order to stay awake through number 17, Lana Del Rey, Honeymoon. We both know that it's not fashionable to love me, but you don't go. Cause truly there's nobody for you but me. Well, more we desperation. Wilshire Boulevard if we choose. I don't think with this kind of tempo you could cruise to anything except perhaps I don't know, right into a coma. The hipsters are probably going to get upset because I'm pretty sure that They'd love this song. It's absolutely everything that most of the other songs, including the songs that make this worst song list, really aren't. But in 2015, it kind of fits in with the motif. Slow, sappy, depressing. This song has that in spades, even though it's supposed to be kind of a love song. 
It just makes me kind of want to go home and put a gun in my mouth. But come on, Mike, it's really not that bad. At least it's not a song about standing in a club and doing some ridiculous dance, or it's not even like that Andy Grammer song, or it's not about kicking the dust up and going out to a cornfield and getting drunk, or doing a line of coke off a bathroom sink somewhere. It's not a song about being drunk and being irresponsible all day. Of course not. It doesn't have those kinds of things, but it doesn't take a song that advocates complete irresponsibility to be bad. It's just that the song is unfathomably boring and overbearingly slow and plotting. Now, this song sounds like it's recorded by somebody that may have had a happening singing career like 50 years ago, but as it turns out, Lana Del Rey, or her real name, Elizabeth Woolrich Grant, which I can understand why she went with Lana Del Rey, was actually born in June of 1985, which would make her just 30 years old. And if that's not enough, she's actually pretty hot. She's a model. I do recall that she put out an album back in 2012, but I don't remember anything specific about it. And as I kind of glance over here, I see that actually her album reached number two on the Billboard 200 back in 2012. I'll go ahead and give her at least a little bit of credit for trying something relatively different in the pop genre. Although maybe different isn't exactly the word I want to use because, well, this was a sound that was around in the 1930s and 40s. And we all know how popular that era is today. Gone with the Wind may very well be a classic in Americana, but I don't know if people are really clamoring for the sound like that anymore. Well, people that are anything under my grandma's age who just turned 93 this year. But luckily, people are, I guess, still clamoring for sounds like this at number 16. Fifth Harmony and Kid Ink, worth it. Look, I'm just going to say right now, the reason it's on the list is just for that sound right there alone. That drives me absolutely nuts. But then it, of course, gets worse. Give it to me, I'm worth it. Let's see how long it takes for them to immediately start rapping and talking about being in the club. Are you ready? Here we go. Okay, I tell her bring it back like she loves something. Bring it, bring it back like she loves something. Uh, in the club with the well, it took about seven seconds. Now, well, that's not too bad. I thought for sure that'd be the first line, but it took them about the third bar to get to it. So, could you act a shot for? Come and show me that you're with it, with it, with it, with it, with it. Stop playing, now you know that I'm with it, with it, with it, with it, with it, with it. What you act a shot for? What are they saying right there? Just give me you. With it? Just give me you. That's all I wanna do. And if what they say is true, if it's true, I'm gonna give it to you. I'm gonna take a lot of stuff, guaranteed. The two things that irritate me most lyrically are when people end in upward inflections, like that, just like when you're talking to someone and everything sounds like a question, even though it's not necessarily a question. Yeah, that annoys me. And then when you just trail off your word and you do that, then you combine that with sounds that I think are words like wit it, wit it, what it, what it, whatever that is. And then you just sort of trail off random 
I came away from this song not knowing if it's asking me a question, trying to make a statement, or just making a bunch of random sounds at me, or doing all three simultaneously. But nevertheless, that's why Fifth Harmony, Kid Ink, worth it. Number 16 on our worst songs of 2015 list. And I warned you that country music would make its way onto our countdown, and it certainly has, as we've reached number 15. It's Toby Keith and the title track from his album, 35 Mile an Hour Town. Mama locked the door last night for the first time in all of her years. I said, Mommy, you gotta be kidding me. She said, things ain't like they used to be around here. It's just another song that's waxing nostalgically about how things just aren't as good anymore. Things are starting to go downhill. A common theme in a lot of songs, especially in country music, it seems, as of late. This song, on its own, Toby Keith is kind of just annoying. He's the guy that did a song about a cup a few years ago. But this song has a very specific reason that I decided to put it on the list. It hits a lot of the typical high points, but there's one line that deserved it on this list. I'm not even sure what to say. We'll get to that in a minute. But first, just some standard Red State pandering here by Toby Keith before we get to all of that. You just wouldn't believe it. Kids growing up without Jesus. Oh, yeah. Good thing your daddy ain't here to see this now. They stay higher than the water tower in this 35 mile an hour town. So Toby Keith has outlined a lot of the problems that are going on right now. It's uh, too much. There's just... Too many people moving away from Jesus and people are getting high all the time in this town. That apparently is the problem. But then Toby says, well, wait a minute. I like to drink and stay up all night and stuff, but that's just different. It's not even about the drugs or the alcohol. It's just the fact that people aren't really paying attention to God. And, oh, here comes the devil again. nostalgic because hey we used to steal a cigarette or two we uh, even went through a fifth of crown at night that's not really the problem it's just everything's getting worse i don't know what to do Now, here comes the reason that this is on the countdown. The reason that Toby Keith has found a way to really make this song hit home. It's right there in the Bible we don't pull out. Wow. Yeah, he just went there. It's right there in the Bible we don't pull out. I'm not even sure what to say to that. If you missed it, if you did, if you think I'm making that up, here, here it is again. It's right there in the 
Yes, it's right there in the Bible. I believe it's somewhere toward the back that says, look, we don't pull out. I don't think that's a metaphor for anything. I just think that means, hey, when we have sex, we go all the way, baby. What else could he be referring to in this? Pulling the troops out of Iraq and Afghanistan? I don't think so. We're talking about just pulling it out right before you explode in some gal. Um, it's on the worst song list because the last thing I want to necessarily do is encourage people that listen to Toby Keith to start procreating. I don't need more Toby Keith fans and more people that are encouraging him to write lyrics like that where, man, it's just not as good today as it used to be because now people pull out. Please, if you listen to Toby Keith, always pull out, all right? Um, or, you know, wrap it up or just don't have sex at all. Whatever you have to do to make sure that you don't get pregnant. Uh, that's what I would advise to you folks that listen to that song and really like it. And as crazy as it is that Toby Keith is on this list, especially a guy that made a song about a cup a few years ago, it's just equally as absurd that somebody that made a song about a hoodie is on the list this year, but that's exactly what happens. At number 14, it's Matt and Kim Hoodie On. Let me get this straight. We're going to have an emo sounding song that sits here and uh, with, with a horrible refrain and talking about how you look awesome. You look great, like a king, in fact, with a hoodie on. Yeah, don't tell that to uh, African-American people, right? I don't think they're allowed to wear hoodies. I guess another example of a song that encourages white privilege. Up like this, put a hoodie on. <laughs> You've done all of your traveling around the world with your hoodie on. You do everything with your hoodie on. You just didn't feel right with a suit and tie. And so that's why you just wear your hoodie. And that's probably why if you tried to go to a job interview with your hoodie on, you didn't get one. And that's why you have all day to sit there and write about how you feel like a king with your hoodie on. Unemployed as you probably are. You certainly aren't making money with this song. And if you are... Well, then I'm going to get ready to get on board that Mars mission that's due to launch in about 15 years. The one where you leave this planet and you never come back. I'm cool with that. If this song made money, I'm out. And that takes us up to Unlucky 13 on the worst songs of 2015 list here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show. And, well, it's Sia Alive. I was born in a thunderstorm. I grew up. We get it. You're a survivor. You're somebody that had it rough as a kid. Let's see what else you're going to give us in the next verse. Hey, I wanted everything I never had. 
love love either, okay. So you're a survivor. We've gotten it. We're understanding where you're coming from. Now maybe you can move on and give us something else. Right? I had a woman. It took her to a place where the demons go. Where the wind don't change. And nothing on the ground can ever grow. No hope. Just lies. And you're taught to cry in your pillow. But I'll survive. Now, look, we get it. You're a survivor. You've moved on. You've gotten it. That's been the entire theme of this song so far. That's great. Why is this song on the list? Sounds like just pretty run-of-the-mill crap. Well, it is on this list for this sound, and that's the best way I can characterize it, this sound that Sia makes right here. Yeah, that's the reason why this is on the list. There you go. Oh, my ears. Oh, my God. That actually really did hurt. Um, <laughs> uh, just just uh, stand by for a second. I need a moment. The Michael Graff Show is currently experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. I'm okay. All right, I'm ready to. I think I'm ready to commence. Ugh. All right, our next round of earboarding at number 12. Maybe I'm not ready to continue. It's Nicki Minaj featuring Drake and Lil Wayne, Truffle Butter. Thinking out loud. I must have a quarter million on me right now. Hard to make a song about something other than the money. Things I'm about to talk and blend Now, just so I have this straight, I think that's Drake right there. He's saying that he's got at least a quarter million on him right now, and it's hard to make a song about anything other than the money. All right, so we know exactly where this song's coming from already. Women, are you here? Are you here right now, huh? We should all disappear right now. Look, you're getting all your friends, and you're getting in the car, and you're coming to the house. Are we clear right now, huh? He's talking to us like an old man does. Like, we think we can't hear him, or he has a hearing loss, and we're trying to interrupt him. Hey, you coming on over to the house, huh? Hey, you got the loose change in the cop cars, huh? You got all this going on? He's just saying random things. I don't tell you what is going on with these young folks. Huh? Huh? But actually, if you listen to this song, it sounds a little bit like they're having a bit of a dick off here because whose is bigger? Well, Nicki Minaj chimes in to let you know what she's got going on, uh, how much money she has, and how many albums she's sold. I'm not sure what this has to do with anything, but here it is. Yo, thinking out loud. Yo. I must have about a million on me right now. And I ain't talking about that little Wayne record. I'm still a highest selling female rapper for the record. Man, this is 65 million single soul. I ain't got to compete with a single soul. I'm good with the ballpoint game finger roll. Ask me how to do it, I don't tell a single soul. All right, yeah, we get it, Nikki. You're really awesome. You've sold all these singles, and you're a really great female rapper and all that sort of thing. And, uh... Yeah, thanks for dropping that into the song, and I'm sure that's going to sit well, resonate well with the fans that are listening that generally probably don't have a pot to piss in, and that's usually the audience of the people that listen to Nicki Minaj in the first place. Huh? Am I right? Huh? But don't worry, Lil Wayne chimes in here. At least I think it's Lil Wayne. I can't, 
I never can tell which one is Drake and which one is Lil Wayne. I think Lil Wayne has the higher voice. It sounds a little bit like this. Sounds kind of like a, a rapping elf. Anyway, here he comes with his contribution uh, to this mix. And, well, it just gets really weird from here. Thinking out loud. I could be broken, keep a million out of smile. LOL to the bank, checking my account. Uh. Bank teller flirting after checking my account. Pretty uh. ladies like, yeah. Travel butter on your piss on it. Cuddle buddies on the low, you ain't got to tell your friend. That I eat it in the morning. Yeah. Cause she gonna say I know, can I hit it in the bathroom? I'm just saying I don't know. wrong here but i think truffle butter as it's being used in this context refers to what uh sperm baby batter uh, ejaculate is that uh, is that what we're here talking about right now my god what are we 12 we have to use everything has to be in a metaphor and speaking of 12 that's exactly what that was the 12th worst song of the year on our countdown truffle butter from lil wayne drake and Nicki minaj congratulations guys that was a spectacular effort Meanwhile, number 11, it's Manika and Tyga with I Might Go Lesbian. Darkness on the floor, heartbroken yet hit me. How many times have I been through this already? He feels me and I take the bait now, hold. I already know my fate. Next comes the fate. Damn, did I really fall for that again? It's like, man, all they ever do is pretend that they love you, but they just fool your mind and another chick at the same time. All right, so this chick has had it with men. It's another one of those man-hating songs. She's just like, man, every guy I've been with is just disappointing me. They just tell me what I want to hear. They're just heartbreaking me. I'm just sitting here sullen and destroyed by another guy. So you know what I'm going to do? I have an idea. I have a solution. I'm just going to go ahead and go lesbian. And hey, according to a lot of people in the red states across the country, that is a choice after all. You can just decide, hey, I'm tired of men, so I'm just going to go ahead and go lesbian. Right. So the music itself and the lyrics in this song are strikes one and two respectively because, hey, you know, I might just decide I'm going to go lesbian. But if that's not bad enough, here comes strike three right down the middle, the hook to the song. What the hell was that? I've been around people that have had seizures in my life, and I have to tell you, the sound that Manika makes here is very reminiscent of someone having a grand mall right in front of me. Definitely makes me want to run to the kitchen as fast as I can, find the nearest sharp object, cram it in my ears, and poke out my eardrums. But if you think that's obnoxious, the fact that Monique is just sitting here singing, hey, I'm tired of dudes and I'm just going to go ahead and go lesbian. Hold on. Tyga is featured in this song and he's going to speak up on behalf of dudes everywhere and try to convince Monika that, 
hey, he's the real deal, and not all guys are bad. Say you sick of men, I got the damn flu, I got the club jumping, I brought a parachute, say no to drugs, but my pinky rings daring you, oh, you like a rabbit, yet yeah, a ring, 10 carats, boo, I'm the last meal, he was just preparing you, I'm a one-on-one, who you gonna compare me to, I'm a feature film, he a preview, now you like girls, me too, diamonds and furs, me too, wanna take over the world, me too, get with them girls, I'm your only one, young T, bro, trying to hit a hole in one. Alright, so Tyga says, hey, I'm different. I'm not going to be that way. That guy was just a preview. I'm the feature film. I'm going to F you like a rabbit, diamonds and furs, and I'm going to try and hit a hole in one. Basically, he is everything that every other guy this chick is complaining about happens to be, I think. I don't know. But she yells damn randomly in the background, too. I don't know. This song is just a mess. It's all over the place, and it's terrible. And that's why it makes it to number 11 on our worst song countdown, the 20 worst songs of 2015. Here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Graff Show, we'll give you more, the top 10, the second half of the show when we continue as we uh, move through the list. As we go to break here, I'll give you a song that actually didn't suck this year. One of my favorites, the few diamonds in the rough, at least in my humble and accurate opinion from this year, little Ella King. It's X's and O's on the Zip Code Famous Michael Grav Show. Worst songs of 2015. So say today the secrets that you prayed of the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show, our big countdown, the 20 worst songs of 2015. This is not one of them. Actually, this is a pretty good song from this year, Seether, Save Today. So yes, over the years, it's just gotten to the point where we cannot possibly contain this into just a casual mention or a simple segment. We had to give it its own show, the top 20 songs, the 20 worst songs of 2015. We've gone through half of them already and given you some great honorable mentions as well. And I guess that means that we need to continue with this. But first, the contact information for the program. I know, I'm just trying to stall it out, I suppose. Show at gmail.com. That is our email and PayPal address. Show at gmail.com. You can write to us and donate to us via PayPal. Show at gmail.com. The Michael Groff Show. That is our Facebook page. Michael Groff on Twitter. And for everything else Michael Groff related, you can go to michaelgroff.com where you can listen to this and all of our previous shows. Comment on those shows. You can subscribe and every time... We post a brand new edition of this program. You will get an email notification. And so much more. All can be done at the one and only michaelgroff.com. All right, without further ado, I guess we have to get to this reluctantly. So let's crack it. Here's the top 10. Number 10 on the worst songs of 2015. It is Ray Shrimmer featuring Nicki Minaj. This is Throw Some Mo. Blow some more. Blow some more. Blow some more. The more you spin it, the 
That is some great analysis from Nicki Minaj right there. The mo you spin it, the faster you go. That's great. Thank you. It's just another obligatory club song about throwing money around at people, making it rain, I guess. This is, uh, I I don't know. I, I guess I'm just not in that lifestyle. I've never made that kind of money, or even if I did, one thing I would never do is just throw a bunch of money, even if it was just dollar bills into the air, to make it rain someplace. Like, what is the appeal to that? You know where I want to make it rain? On myself. That maybe I would do that. Maybe I'd do a making it rain video. Maybe I'd throw some more all, all over myself because that's really what I care about when it comes to making money. Um, I care about me. I don't care about making a stripper rich or about just throwing it around because I have it at a club. Even if I was a billionaire, I wouldn't do that. What's the point? Here, everybody, have some money. <laughs> anyway, continuing with this um, with this piece of genius. Bad bitches on the floor. It's raining hundreds. Throw some more. Throw some more. Throw some more. Throw some more. Well, there you go. That's Nicki Minaj's contribution to this song. I don't know. Ray Schremer is actually not a person. Ray Schremer is actually like a couple of dudes. And Nicki Minaj, I guess, just made an appearance. That, by the way, is the only part that she is in. She It's looped again later in the song. But apparently, even Nicki doesn't sound very interested to participate in this song. And why would you? Because the rest of the song pretty much goes like this. feeling that Ray Schremer is not really able to afford to flick the money around all night. I mean, even if you're just throwing ones around, I have a feeling that uh, unless you're just throwing like $1 at a time based on the career, what did he have? No flex zone last year. Pretty sure, pretty sure Ray is, uh, if that is your real name, guys, Ray Schremer, pretty sure that you guys uh, are making enough to make it rain someplace, which is the weirdest part of this song, why then would you be writing a song about doing just that? What's the fantasy involved in that? Oh, we have so much money, we can just make it rain. All right, well, whatever. All I can say is hopefully we forget about Ray Schremer next year because maybe he'll just disappear off into obscurity with so many others and uh, or they or he or it or whatever they are. Uh, they'll disappear next year. Uh, and Nicki Minaj, you never know. Maybe she'll have yet another appearance in the top 10. Who knows? Meanwhile, though, at number nine, the All About That Bass Chick. She's back. Yes, it's Megan Trainer for a second year in a row on the chart. This time, she chimes in. She had number two on our worst song list last year. Here's Dear Future Husband. Dear basically gives you a list of things that you need to do if you want to be her future husband if you really want to make sure that you're on her good side here are the qualifications that she says you have to have so if you fight with her no matter what happens if you're right or wrong doesn't matter if you apologize, she might let you rock her body right, which means she might let you pleasure her. Boy, there's a treat. 
right even if i'm wrong you know i'm never really wrong ah the the typical wife kind of speak that's out there oh well you know i'm never really wrong (laughs) and uh hey even if i am it's okay and as long as you just even if uh, we argue and everything as long as you apologize i might let you go down on me or do something to me Uh, i don't know about you but hey that's that's what i want Megan Trainer trying to get people to uh, maybe send in their resumes uh, for a for a future husband. I, I think you're going about it wrong. Don't think you're going to get too many takers with those kind of demands. And the other thing I want to ask, and I know I put this out there last year too, is do up suddenly a style that's become popular again? Have we gone back to 1963? Because I don't think so. Even in the worst song list, nobody else is employing do up. Um. Megan, I understand you have your own style and that's great and maybe it's maybe it's working out for you. But I don't understand the the kind of white girl rap sort of thing. Like when you listen to her talk, she kind of does like this and she's very she's very ghetto sounding. And yet she does these doo-wop sounding songs and then she dresses up in these old school outfits. I, I don't know, it's a very weird contradiction. But then again, there's a lot of contradictions with Megan Trainer. After all, she wrote a song last year all about that bass where she said, it's okay to be a big girl, but then she went out and lost a bunch of weight. Speaking of mixed messages, at number eight, it's this year's installment of the artist that wants you to know that they don't care about all the haters and they don't care what you have to say. Remember last year, it was Taylor Swift saying, shake it off and all that. Well, this year, yet another artist who decided to sit down, write a song, produce a song, perform a song and go out and subsequently promote a song just to let you know that they don't care. I don't know. Kind of sounds like they care to me. It's Ariana Grande Focus at number eight. I know what I came to do and that ain't gonna change. So go ahead and talk your talk cause I won't take the bait. I'm over here doing what I like. I'm over here working day and night. And if my bill ain't real enough, I'm sorry for you. Because just come and get it. Let them say what they say. It doesn't really matter. I don't care. You can be a hater all you like. But, hey, look out. Because Ariana's about to drop a, a big hook on us here in a second. mystical did he come out of retirement it sounds sounds like either mystical or some bad adam sandler character well i guess that's kind of redundant some adam sandler character focus on me happy to be get a cartoon voice in there mel blank rise from the grave and come back and like is that uh is that yosemite set focus on me Ooh, that varmint once again a song that makes the list strictly because the hook is literally that and by the way if you're wondering this just says ariana grande focus not ariana grande featuring mystical or ariana grande featuring adam sandler or ariana grande featuring yosemite sam it's just 
Ariana Grande. Whoever did that didn't even want credit for it. Would you really, though? Honestly? So it's just another song where someone tells you they don't care. The haters are going to hate and all of that. And Ariana says that she wants people just to focus on her, not the image that she presents to the public, not the music that she performs, not the clothes she wears, not the things that she does, except the things that she does when it comes to just her as a person. Focus on me, who I am, she's saying. Well, if you really want us to do that, Ariana, we can do that. Um, You might recall that earlier this year, wasn't Ariana Grande like in a Dunkin' Donuts someplace? And didn't she pretty much tell the employee that America sucks? Now she doesn't care what anybody thinks. And then she proceeded to, her and one of her friends, after a, a little makeout session there on camera, they decided to start licking donuts randomly. So if you want us to focus on you, okay, I guess I will. You're kind of an idiot and you're kind of a bitch. You're kind of an ungrateful bitch trashing the country that's making you millions of dollars uh, with music like this. Focus on me. I can tell you're curious. It's written on your lips. Not really. Ain't no need to hold it back. Go ahead and talk it. I'm sorry, Ariana. I'm sorry that you're having such a terrible time of it. Everybody is just kissing your ass. And, you know, you're just making hit song after hit song. And I know life is really terrible for you. But, um, yeah, we'll try to stop focusing on all the bad stuff. By the way, Ariana, it's interesting. You went to that donut place. Did you actually eat any of the donuts? This might be the first time since we're focusing on you. You want us to focus on you. This might be the first time I've given this advice in many, many years. But, Ariana... Go ahead and go back to that Dunkin' Donuts, apologize for being a bitch first, and then order about three dozen donuts because, frankly, you need them. Uh, Have you seen? This woman is wasting away right in front of us. You must weigh, what, 64 pounds? If a six-mile-an-hour wind comes along, I'm afraid that Ariana is going to blow away into the Pacific Ocean. I am actually kind of worried about your health. It's not right to be a size negative two. So that's right. I'm actually telling somebody to go out and eat more. That's right. Go out, have a burger, have a pizza, have some donuts, have some fries, tacos, whatever you got to do. Because, you know, we're supposed to focus on you, Ariana. Oh, and, you know, stop being stupid. Thank you. All right. Well, on to song number seven, since I'm doling out advice anyway. Here we go. Britney Spears and Iggy Azalea with Pretty Girls. It's Iggy Iggs. Thanks for letting us know you're in here. Oh, great. It's another song about how pretty girls get what they want. They can do whatever they want. They get to manipulate whatever situation they want. Wonderful, wonderful message to put out there. And really, this song is called Pretty Girls, but... Frankly, I think that's ironic because only one of the girls that's performing this song is even remotely pretty. Britney Spears, despite her meltdowns through the years and all of her craziness, really still hasn't lost the look, at least not that much. Uh, On the other hand, Iggy Azalea never really had the look. Um, She looks very, I'm not even sure exactly, very androgynous uh, would 
barely be the word I would even use to describe it. I, I am not really I'm not really sure who I'm attracted to less, her or Lady Gaga. And as you know, I'm not entirely convinced that Lady Gaga is not a dude. Iggy Azalea might want to get used to the idea that that brief window of fame that she had last year was, in fact, her entire 15 minutes, and it's over with. Of course, I'm just sitting here doling out career advice rather than analyzing the song, so I'll just get back to that. The girls roll up, windows roll down, eyes on us, jaws on the ground, watch them go, First of all, we have to really get something straight here. And I think people need to have a um, a lesson in similes. Bees do not flock to honey. Bees create honey. Bees flock to pollen. Things that, like flowers, for example. Bees do not go <laughs> like bees to the honey. No, that's not how it works. Also, I mean, since we're just nitpicking anyway. Uh, and I don't think jaws are dropping for Iggy Azalea. Sorry. I mean, not to drive this point home too far, but uh, can you've ever, is there ever been a time where you've seen Iggy Azalea appear anywhere and go, man, she is hot. I would really, no, it's never, no one has ever said that. Those words have never come out of a guy's mouth ever. Man, I would really like to nail Iggy Azalea. Yeah, sure. But Mike, why are you bringing their looks into it? Because they wrote a song called Pretty Girls, and only one of them is, in fact, a pretty girl. Anyway, speaking of girls that aren't pretty anymore, number six, it's Madonna and Nicki Minaj. Oh, she's back again. It's Bitch, I'm Madonna. You're gonna love this. Highly unlikely. You can't touch this. Probably don't want to. Cause I'm a bad bitch. We no. hit the elevator right up to the rooftop. The bass is pumping, make me wanna screw the top off. Yeah, we'll be drinking and nobody's gonna stop us. And we'll be kissing anybody that's around us. Alright, look, Madonna, this is the time where I have to tell you something. This is more career advice from Michael Groff. It's over, babe. It is over. You're not 25 anymore. You're not the material girl anymore. You're not the chick that wrote Holiday. You're not the 80s or even the 90s or even the early 2000s Madonna that's hip, happening, that's a party girl. You are 57 years old, Madonna. You are eight years younger than my mother. It's time to settle it down just a little bit. Listen, everyone can appreciate a, a girl that still likes to party everyone can appreciate a girl that likes to have a good time but you're 57 there are people I, my neighbor is 57 and she's a grandmother for god's sake i don't want to hear about you going up to the rooftop i, I don't want to hear about half the stuff that you're doing in this song but you know what since we're analyzing it anyway might as well continue now this song makes the list for several reasons but I have to say it might have even been higher, but for the fact that I do have the tiniest bit of sympathy for Madonna. Yes, I know she's made about a billion dollars in her career. Why would you feel sorry for it? Well, in my heart of hearts, it's just sad to watch somebody that's way past their prime that continues to perform anyway. Kind of like Peyton Manning with the Broncos. Kind of like Willie Mays when he was playing with the Mets. You just hate to see someone that once was great still trying to recapture that greatness or still thinking that they're somehow relevant to the culture when it comes to a musician or an artist. Madonna, you're not anymore. I'm sorry. And for further proof, you need only look at the fact that this song didn't even crack the top 40. And for a lot of artists, that's not even a big deal. But for Madonna, 
Every single song she's ever released has at least made the top 40, even the crappy ones. But this one, it could only hit number 84 on the Billboard Hot 100. Madonna, just settle down, go into retirement, enjoy your pile of money. You've made it, you've earned it. Do something else. Uh, Maybe start doing some crochet or, I don't know, go play Bunko or whatever the hell it is people your age start doing. I don't know, but... Just chill out. Get away from the studio. It'll help everybody else. This song makes the list for a host of reasons, not just because Nicki Minaj is in it, and we'll get to that in a moment. But like many songs on this countdown, this sound right here drove it way up on the list. Like, what is that? Pretty sure they use this on Prisoners at Guantanamo Bay. All right, now, this is where it gets even more sad. Now we hear Madonna talking about getting freaky. And um, if you have children in the room, I just suggest that you... You know what? If you have anybody in the room, just just go ahead and leave. Because this is something that probably most of you shouldn't hear. Um, this is just kind of creepy, almost gross at this point, hearing a 57-year-old Madonna say the following... I'm Madonna. Yeah, you sure are. Or more aptly, you were. I mean, you still are, but I don't know if anybody really wants to hear about this. Please don't swim with your clothes on in the pool. I'm sorry, Madonna. I just don't want to see that. That's just not 57 year old. She's probably started at maybe her arthritis would act up in there and then we wouldn't be able to get her out. She might drown. Madonna, that's just not safe for you. You might break a hip or something. So you poured beer into a shoe, drink from it, and then decide to do somebody? Like, get your freak on? Madonna, no, no. Look, stop. Just stop. Even 25-year-olds aren't doing that, Madonna. Stop. Just pull it back, okay? Yeah, you're gonna, the neighbors are going to be pissed off and call the police. Actually... The neighbors would probably just feel sorry for you at this point. They might call the psych ward and be like, listen, this woman still thinks she's 20 years old. Someone needs to just sedate her, lock her up, and just let her know it's time to retire. Uh, Bring her to the old folks home. (laughs) I just want to go out tonight. Pull me another flashlight. You can tell that to the people at the... uh, the, the retirement home or in the psych ward, Madonna, okay? Now, in case you haven't noticed, we haven't heard from Nicki Minaj yet in this song, so you might think, well, this song's kind of bad. It seems a little bit sad, actually. I don't know. Is this really worth number six on the 20 worst songs of 2015? Oh, sure it is, because Nicki Minaj comes in and really takes a steaming dump all over this one. So your classic Nicki Minaj references to oral sex in a song to really spice it up. I don't know what I find less appealing about this song. The idea of getting my freak on with a 57-year-old Madonna or oral sex with Nicki Minaj. There's a Sophie's choice I don't want to make. Now, speaking of things that are really sad, that transitions beautifully into number five, 
Rihanna, bitch better have my money. Bitch better have my money. Y'all should know me well enough. Bitch better have my money. Play down, call me on my blood. Pay me what you want me. Balling bigger than LeBron. Bitch, give me your money. Who y'all think y'all fronting on? All right, now look, this is where Rihanna talks tough and tries to let us know that she's really street now, I guess, or something. This song appears to be about pimping, and Rihanna, I guess, is a pimp of some kind, or she's advocating pimping. Anyway, pimps, it's kind of a violent profession, especially one that's violent toward women and abusive toward women. Don't you think it's a little bit ironic that someone that had the crap beaten out of her by Chris Brown is now going out and singing about a song? She's got a song out there that's huge on the charts, where she's advocating or singing about the lifestyle of pimping, one of the most abusive things toward women you can possibly think of. Yeah, and if you think that's bad, the message is bad, but the song itself, probably as bad, if not worse. Like blah, blah, blah. Great lyrics, by the way. Like blah, blah, blah. With 13 and it's all on me, nigga, you just bought a shot. Kamikaze, if you think that you gon' knock me your wife in the backseat of my brand new foreign car. Don't act like you forgot. I call the shots, shots, shots. You call the like shots. Blah, blah, blah. Did you call the shots with Chris Brown? You Don't act like you forgot. Bitch, but I have my money. Remember when Rihanna used to write songs like SOS, Umbrella, Disturbia, some of those other tunes that she had out there? Those songs weren't necessarily good songs, but they didn't sit there and advocate for violence. And, you know, I only bring up the Chris Brown thing because this is a woman that after having the holy crap beaten out of her, you think she would have learned her lesson. But then I guess what am I thinking? She then did another song with Chris Brown, basically saying it's none of your business what happened public. I know maybe you were worried about me, but it's none of your business. Well, okay. why don't you just tell the police that as well? That way we can just leave you alone the next time somebody beats the crap out of you. And believe me, with your current attitude, someone probably will. And I'm sure somebody out there will feel sorry for you, but it won't be me anymore. Sorry, Rihanna. All right, moving away from the serious topic of domestic violence, violence against women, and pimping for a moment, let's hit number four, shall we? Beyonce, 7-Eleven. Can I get a translator for this? I'm not sure I understood anything. I, something about smacking it in the air. I don't know anything else. This is what Beyonce is releasing these days. This was actually a pretty big song for her, although I think it was the only song that charted during 2015. But man, it was, a, it was actually a big hit. I don't know if that says something bad about Beyonce or some says something bad about you people. And I say you people for consuming this garbage. Really? What? 
don't even know how to analyze this song. I got nothing. You're putting your hands up. You're waving around. You're doing something. You're making some very, some very strange sounds. What is that sound? That was my attempt at making that sound uh, right there. I don't even know how someone does that, but Beyonce, please just stop. All right, then I defy anyone to tell me what Beyonce is saying in this part of this and a quote unquote song. Now, I used to, I've never really been a fan of Beyonce, but I have to say at least she made songs where you could understand the words and they were at least somewhat melodic in the past. Is this really the direction that everyone that was once kind of relevant a few years ago is finally going? Is this really where music is at now? We just make random noises. We don't even have to put words in there. We just... Is that what we do now? Some of these songs, you actually can understand the words, but you probably don't want to. And that is no more exemplified than in number three on our worst songs countdown. And that is Taiga Stimulated. And before I play the song... Uh, you should know that this song really is on the creepometer. It is pegged well into the red because I'm pretty sure after analyzing this song and after reading several comments from other people about it, I think this song is actually about Tyga being very much like R. Kelly going after chicks that are way underage. And yeah, it's very creepy. And in fact, he even samples a song in the background that might be familiar to some of you from the 90s, but... We'll get to that in a second. Here you go. Here's a little bit of stimulated. Why the fuck so opinionated? Saying how you do it, but ain't did it, baby. Uh, you need a demonstration. This is how you get richer, baby. Yeah, I'm stimulated. I'm at the bank. I'm penetrating. I'm putting in. I'm penetrating. I'm getting big. I'm stimulated. I touched the bitch. She disintegrated. Up in flames. I've been the flamest. I've been the hottest. You've been the lamest. I've been on the plane. You've been complaining. Off the code, defend the pistol, whip the plaintiff, hit the mall, then we skip a raiment. They say she young, I should have waited. She a big girl dog when she stimulated. All right, so there you go. Tyga is definitely singing about being in court and against the plaintiff and skipping arraignment and someone being a little too young. And, of course, he's talking about how much money he has as well. But that's really a very creepy, very weird song. And to further drive the point home that he's talking about a child or at least someone that's underage, the song he's even using to sample in the background is an instrumental track from Robert Miles from 1996 called Children. Here's a little of that. That's what he's using in there. So that's why this whole thing just adds up to a very, very creepy tune. I do like that Robert Miles piece, though. But uh, Tyga, yeah, way to way to really bring this uh, countdown to a very creepy halt. I wish I could say it got better from here, but sadly, it doesn't. As we bring in song number two, Silento, Watch Me. You already know who it is. No, I don't. But you're going to tell us, Silento. right? Oh, yeah. Silento. Telling us again. Silento. A third time. Don't it do it. Now watch me whip, kill it. Now watch me nay nay, okay. Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay. Why me do it? Now watch me whip, whip. Watch me nay nay, okay. Now watch me whip, whip. 
Watch me, nay, nay. All right, now this song is incredibly repetitive, super annoying. Has someone that's got a voice that's way, way up here telling us stuff. Let me do it. Obviously, this is one of those songs that's got an annoying dance that's associated with it and something that can be played at weddings for God knows how long. But the song gets even worse than this, if you can imagine. Yeah, watch me. Mom, mom, watch me. Watch me. I'm over here. Why do I want to watch you? What's what's the advantage in me watching you do anything? Why? What's that even mean, the stanky leg? Is that like a leg that's got gangrene or something? What? Stank, stank. I'm sorry. Stank, stank. So let me make sure I've got this right. I'm watching you whip. I'm watching you nay-nay, whatever that even means. Then I'm just watching you for the hell of it, I guess. Then you're doing the stanky leg, which I guess means that you have a gangrenous limb that's in need of medical attention. What the hell else am I supposed to do with this? I, I, this is a dance, right? What am I supposed to do with this dance? Break your legs. Break them. Break, break your legs. Break my legs? Break your legs. What the f*** kind of a dance is this? Break the non and break your legs. Break them. Break your legs. Break the non and break your legs. Break them. Break your legs. Break the non. Now I me bop, 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 I'll say this. This has got to be, bar none, the stupidest song I've ever heard in my entire life. It may not be the worst, although it's very, very close. I mean, number two this year, in the year that might be one of the worst for music. But uh, this is by far the dumbest song I've ever heard. It's just a bunch of random words that are just flung together, and I guess that's supposed to be a dance. But hold on. Let me, let's me. see what else that we're supposed to do. Whip, nay-nay, stanky leg, break your legs, bop, and then what? Now I mean Superman. Okay. Now I mean Yule. Now I mean Yule. Yule. Like a Yule log? Am I supposed to put myself in a fireplace? This song is just f***ing sick and twisted is what it is. Um, anyway, Yule Superman. I don't know what, I don't even know what that means. Soldier. Now I mean Superman. Soldier. Now I mean Yule. Soldier. Now I mean Superman. Okay. Now I mean Duff him, Duff 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 The only thing I know about Duff is that I think that's the beer that's used in The Simpsons. That's the brand of beer from the. I'm bopping. You know, I don't even care what the number one song is anymore. I I I give up. I don't even know. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna get out of here. I don't even. Let's just, let's leave, because frankly, I don't think there's anything that can be worse than this. And if there is, I know there's something else on this countdown that's supposed to be. I don't even want to hear it. Uh, we'll see you next time, or maybe never again. I'm getting off the planet. Have a great night. Goodbye, everybody. Wait, why are you still here? I told you I'm leaving. What? You really want to hear after that? You really want to hear what the number one song is here? Let me... All right. All right, fine. Well, I guess for the sake of tradition, we might as well do this. Get out the lube and prepare thy rectum because, folks, here it comes. The worst song of the year, 2015, right here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show. 
Heart Memphis hit the quad. Yeah, yeah. about putting songs on the countdown that are there strictly because there's a dance associated with them or they're made strictly to make a dance about. But then again, that Silento song was huge on the chart as well. This song actually made its way on the chart. Had this song not charted, I might have actually just left it off and hoped that it would have disappeared into obscurity. But I done took off on them. I don't plan, don't landing. I call shots, just do it like Nike. No FaceTime, but the people want to Skype me. If I do time, then who would really write me? I stay on y'all mind, but oh, I think they like me. Clean pair of sneaks with a designer belt. Please watch your... I really don't even have analysis for this because, A, I don't even know what the Quan is that you're supposed to be hitting. If the Quan is this song and I'm using a baseball bat, then I will absolutely hit the Quan a million frickin' times. I will hit the Quan until my arm falls off. I said get down low and hit the Quan. Well, there it is. The worst song of the year 2015 right here on the Zip Code Famous Michael Groff Show. Boy, was that ever fun, right? <laughs> I I don't even know. These songs have been uh, steadily getting worse every year. We've documented it. We've chronicled it. And it was so bad we couldn't contain it into just one segment anymore. We couldn't just put it into uh, uh, a simple... I don't know, few minutes of a show. Of course not. So we had to we had to give you an entire podcast and now I'm not sure that we should have because I'm feeling kind of depressed after that. Well, there you have it. <laughs> Got any thoughts on that? Croftshow <laughs> at gmail.com that is our email address. If you have been here, if you've stuck with us through the last, how long have we been? Man, an hour and 20-something minutes? Wow. All right, if you've had the stamina to put up with us that long, congratulations. Thank you so much. Groffshow at gmail.com. That is our email and PayPal address for your donations. I don't know why you donate after this. Donate so that we never do this again. You give me enough money, I'll just retire. I'll go off into the sunset. I promise I'll just do podcasts where we never, ever do this again. Well, maybe not. I don't know, it was kind of fun in a way. In a sadistic, masochistic sort of way. The Michael Graff Show on Facebook, Michael Graff on Twitter, and for everything else Michael Graff related, you can go to michaelgraff.com. Give us your feedback on this or any other show, and I'm sure you'll want to give feedback on this one. You can donate to us. You can subscribe to this podcast, so anytime we post a brand new episode, you'll get the notification all at the one and only michaelgraff.com. Thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. For real this time, I'm leaving.